Hello, welcome to Drinks with Mom. Hello. Wow, episode 55. 55. Hi, Mom. My name is Paul. I'm the son of Mom. And oh. Mom, you are the mom of Mom. I am Mom of Mom. Lord love a duck and we haven't even had a sip yet. Yeah, what's your name? My name is Gina. And I'm your mother, remember? That's right. The woman that birthed you. I know it. I the remember creation it well. that I created, you know, like you are just the creation. <laughs> yep, you mm-hmm. and you alone. Yes, that's right. Well, it there was, was a little bit of help there, yeah. <laughs> um, well, thank you for having me at your wonderful home in Pickering, where I grew up and became such a well-rounded, fine young man. Now, I feel a bit nauseous now. If you don't mind, I won't respond. I, I, it's probably better. Yeah. Uh, so for the people maybe just tuning in for the first time, what do we do here? We have a chat and we often try a beverage, which I say often, we always try a beverage. Yeah. Sometimes non-alcoholic, most times with alcohol. Yeah, we should go back to a non-alcoholic one at some point, but today is not that day. Do you know what we're doing today? We're doing uh, an old pal. The old pal. Yeah, it's a classic from, I think, around the 20s or so. Um, It's a take on a couple other cocktails. We have another variety we can try, but have you ever tried an old pal before? No, I haven't. And that sounds very personal. (laughs) You know, a lot of people could misconstrue that. Get that old pal and bring her up to your lips and let's (laughs) give her a shot. Away we go. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, Lord, love a duck. I'm, I'm shaking this one. Well, that old pal would kill you. That's yeah, it's a spicy you, meatball. It, um, it's got a bite. So, old pal, this is my second time having one of these because I had one last night mm-hmm. to try it to get the ratio right. Last night I, I tried equal parts. So, do you know what's in an old pal? Uh, rye whiskey, because you phoned me. That's right. I did. I did Google uh, a martini. We need dry, dry vermouth, right? Yeah. I thought a martini. Um, and the Campari, or do you yeah, say that in a different way? That's the way. Campari? <laughs> you don't say it like that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and so, a, lime, uh, a lime skin or whatever you want to call it. We've got um, lemon. Well, I was close. You were close. <laughs> Wrong Just, color. Yeah, you were close, <laughs> but so far. Um, yeah, so uh, Canadian Club would be the classic for this, rye whiskey in general. Um, so in this case, we've got Dylan's rye, which mm. is uh, a nice rye. We actually finished the bottle uh, to do this. Yes. So thank you. You're very um, welcome. And then we've got, yeah, the dry vermouth. We're using martini just because it's the the one that was available at my local liquor store. There you can do Dolan or other fancier types if you want. But in this case, we're doing uh, martini dry vermouth. Okay. And then Campari is like a kind of a bitter, like digestif kind of, um, it's it's bright red, very bitter. Uh, Laura, for instance, doesn't like it. It's very strong flavor. A, lot, a little goes a long way. And in a classic recipe, you may put equal parts. So one ounce of each. I did that last night mm-hmm. with uh, friends of ours. Laura and I were out with our pals, Sean and Nora, having dinner, and we made these cocktails to try. And I did equal parts, and I found it a bit Campari kind of forward, and I wanted to to make it a little more, uh, I guess, uh, palatable. So in this case, what we've got in our coops today, because we're using some nice little coops you've got, mm-hmm. uh, we've got about one and a half ounces of the rye, and then... Uh, 0.75 ounce of each, the the dry vermouth and the Campari. So it is still pretty, it's very pinky, pinky yes, red it is. and still pretty bitter, um, but right. it's a little different than, than a full one-to-one. I definitely taste the bitterness. Mm-hmm. So this is, do you know anything about the old pal? No, no, <laughs> I know about my old pals, but I don't know anything about, I was not a drinker in my olden days. You've corrupted your mother. Well, we'll get to that. Don't you worry. So um, one of my favorite cocktails that we did many, many moons ago on this very pod was the Negroni, which is uh, equal parts Campari, 
sweet vermouth, so more red vermouth, and then gin. There's, uh, <laughs> you might hear some dog noises as, as Lexi, mom and dad's uh, new ward, yes. wanders around. She's looking for somebody, She's probably. a bit confused, yeah. yeah. Dad's out for a walk. She's a bit confused, so she yeah. may bark a little bit, but don't worry. She's blind, deaf, and has no teeth. <laughs> she fits right so. in with me. Talk <laughs> about confused. <laughs> so yeah, the Negroni has been around for, again, about 100 years and that one I quite like. We did it many moons ago. There's another take on that that's called the Boulevardier, which right. is one of my favorites. And that's uh, Campari, Sweet Vermouth, and Bourbon or Whiskey. And I quite like that one as well. And we haven't done that yet. So I wanted to kind of compare the difference. The main difference in that one would be the Dry Vermouth versus Sweet Vermouth. So in this case, I've made us a version of a Boulevardier we can share. And I, I think I finished the Dylan's Rye and then, uh, so you might put bourbon in a, right. in a Boulevardier or rye whiskey. Uh, in this case, it's got the whiskey because I wanted it to be as close to the old pal mix as we've got. And then I used the sweet vermouth instead of uh, dry vermouth. So take a sip of that. Let me know how you feel. Okay, here I go. I'll reach around the corner here. <laughs> now, I, I, I have to say I much prefer that. Oh, yeah, okay. Look, he should have, it's too bad we do not have a visual here. His fingers were out like a little baby. Give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. It's my turn. Yeah, so the the Boulevardier is my preference. Yeah, I do. I actually, I think you've made me one many moons ago. I think I ago. might have. Yeah. Um, probably, who knows, a Christmas Eve or a special yeah. occasion. Um, so any time we get together, <laughs> other than podcasts. Um, yeah, so I, I quite like the Boulevardier. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of my favorite cocktails to have. I find the Campari doesn't bother me. I, I like the flavor. Yeah. And then the sweet vermouth, I quite like. We use sweet vermouth in a lot of other cocktails anyway. So it's it's something we always have around. A dry vermouth is not something that I usually have. So yeah. we had to buy it for this episode and we'll make, we'll figure out other fun things to make with it. But I would usually do a, a, a sweet vermouth Campari combo, which actually um, something we should do maybe as the summer comes around, there's something called an Americano, which I believe is uh, sweet vermouth Campari and then soda instead of uh, a strong liquor. Mm-hmm. And that's very refreshing. It keeps the percentage down a little bit, but it's got a lot of flavor. That's great if you want to have a couple drinks at a wedding on a summer's day and not not go too crazy. Oh, yeah, because this is a wiffle maker. This is a wiffle maker, Yeah, for sure. like you could easily uh, not know yourself at the end of this drink. <laughs> I and I still have to, I still have some cooking to do. So yeah, I got some eating to do. Um, so, yeah, what do you think of the old pal? I'm going to do another sip. Excuse me. It's definitely a nice sipping drink. Yeah. It's not a guzzler. Yeah. You know, it's very, it's it's soothing, actually. It's quite it's not bad. comforting. And like I said, this this one, the ratio is a little different. So the, the Campari is a little backward or a little mm-hmm. ba- further back. Um, also, a difference between the two cocktails we've just tried. The the Old Pal traditionally would have, I believe, a lemon, a lemon a garnish, which is what we've done here. I've zested mm-hmm. a lemon and kind of spritzed it and, and rubbed it around the glass. And then for a Boulevardier, it there's an orange. So it's a bit of a different flavor as well in the garnish. So you know, it's stuff, it just adds up yeah, to no, a different it's nice. experience. It's very nice. Uh, did you wash your hands when you were saying when? you rubbed Yesterday? it around? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Terrific. <laughs> this week sometime, I'm oh, sure. Oh, gosh. Hand sanitizer? Yep. Yeah. That too. That's Sometime. Good. Sometime. You got to love them. You got to love them. <laughs> we try. Those of you who have never met them, you got to love them. Well, someone has to. <laughs> um, so in other, like, how's your, how's your month been? My month. April. Yeah. Good. Yeah. This is yeah. April. That's yeah, I'm glad no, you had I'm to just name trying, it first. You're thinking when you're asking me, how, how's my month? Well, it's been a good month, except like the dog got attacked by right. a dog. Our so little, little dog Lexi here barking. Bit she's three times time. and she's 15. Yeah. Uh, so that was 
upsetting. But she's doing okay. Yeah, she's Just, doing great. Yeah. Actually, uh, she was at the vet for the last time, unless something else. At 15, you know, there's yeah. always something crumping out or crumping up. <laughs> crumping. Yep, and it's there. It either comes out of her ears or out of her, well, who won't go there? Yes, you stay but, away from wherever um, it's crumping somewhere. Yeah, they say she's a little trooper. She's a yeah. strong little thing, and she's wagging her tail again, and all's good. That's good. Yeah, so that was kind of, you know, put a jackknife in our, our month. Yes. Yeah. concerning. That would. But we met with Karen and Graham, who are our two loyal listeners. We met with them and had a great uh, meal. And then our buddy Ray was in town, and we had a lovely night with him. So that's the reason I I said you, you seemed excited about the old pal. Yeah, for, I did for because thematic reasons. You know, with COVID, we, we these are people we haven't seen, and it was just great. Yeah, you know, I loved it. Um, well, speaking of your pal Karen, I mm-hmm. wanted to check in. She did uh, send a message. To our Instagram. Well, we know I don't look at Instagram that often. So yeah, your, your pal Karen did send a message after listening to the the last episode. Um, says just listen to the show. Your advice is bang on. In the the mother in law with oh. the cooking issues last time, a uh, tough one for sure. And thanks for the honorable mention. Well, there she's getting another one. I know. Jeez, wow. look at that. It's almost like she's she's paying us. Well, the creme de la creme, right? You got to... Is that... Who's that? That's Karen. Oh, there you go. I thought there you were talking you about yourself again. No, no. I'd never say that about myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So that's wonderful uh, comments. And actually, while we're, while we're on the subject of the Drinks With Mom Instagram, which is at Drinks With Mom, um, our good pal Tom, uh, mm-hmm. listener. Oh, Tom's the other one, he, yes. He had actually some insight on our on your toast and roast last time, which was the uh, the Dirty Pumps. Um, but as someone who's worked in retail, like you had a long history of that as well. And, and he, he has too, um, he had a take on the pumps. He was saying that often, um, encountering stores with dirty sanitizer pumps is a lot also a sign of how many customers are actually partaking and using it. It might not clog or gunk or whatever if it was actually being regularly used. So there's a bit of a double double side to it, you know. Hey, that's a good one, Tom. I appreciate that comment. Yeah, I think he had a nice long comment. Yeah, and, and you know, it's it's just a it's a multifaceted uh, scenario, right? All parties are have to play ball in this a little bit. Um, but I did say after I read his comment, we had gone to the grocery store where the pumps were completely out, mm-hmm. but they had replaced they added wipes on hand yes. as well as a backup so i thought yeah. that was nice they knew okay they didn't have time to restock the pumps at the moment but they had the wipes on the go and just everyone's trying to make it work so i thought that was a an interesting take um and then uh my pal erica whom you've met yes. she immediately commented on our photo from last time talking about the glassware the coops laura's special coops we used yes. for the sidecar last time they are lovely. We're missing. We need one more to complete the set. Yeah, so. and I want some too. So yeah. we're going to have a challenge there. We're all on the mission. We're on a mission. We're looking yeah. for them. We're all looking for them. Because so you, you know, go. I need more glasses. You do. You know, eyeglasses. Can you see? Look at you. Well, yes. Maybe I don't want to see you. Yeah. You know, I birthed hey. you. I went through that whole process. No, maybe I've had enough. <laughs> I've had well, enough. <laughs> you know, we'll let the people decide what you should be seeing. <laughs> You're a vision of loveliness, dear. As always. In my, in my Hamilton t-shirt, yes. uh, having moved to Hamilton, we're now yes. repping. Um, well, here I put the red necklace on, but you know, what can I say? Nobody can see it. <laughs> yeah, we got dressed up for radio. Yeah, um, isn't that true? You know, I put the lips on for what? <laughs> exactly, Just not so for I me, can, So I can lick them off, you know? <laughs> oh, stop it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I've been rambling a lot, and now let's get back to the history of the, the old pal. So um, like I said, the Negroni's the one that's kicked this all off. Uh, there's the Boulevardier, which is another variation. And they all seem to have 
kind of arrived around the same time in the 1920s. And they're credited, the old pal in particular, and uh, is credited to Harry McElhone or Harry McElhoney of Harry's New York Bar in Paris. And uh, so the old pal is an offshoot, obviously, and it was named after his friend, William Sparrow Robinson, the sports editor for the New York Herald in Paris. So it's kind of, it's got this, this lineage, um, Harry's cocktail bar and, uh, Harry's New York bar in Paris. He had his own, his own, uh, cocktail book, kind of not quite as famous as the Savoy cocktail book, but, um, it's still got a lot of these classics in it. So that's where this guy comes from, a, a, a take on the Negroni, which also has the offshoot, the Boulevardier, and the old pal. So there we are. We get a little bit of history. How do you like that? Oh, am I, am I to reply? <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, this old pal's going down pretty well. I, I kind of enjoy it. It's, it's a bit more subtle in the flavor, um, yeah. which is interesting. I actually saw the idea came, I was watching a TV show called Billions, which I'm, I'm not it's the sixth season. I feel like it's kind of gone a bit downhill in the writing, but they did talk about the difference between a, a Negroni, a Boulevardier, and an old oh. pal, and that kind of got me on this idea. And then I broached it with you. You seemed excited because you you were talking about some old pals. Well, yeah, like it was a catch up uh, week or two. It was really nice. You, you know, we saw no, 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 but that we, you know, we saw people we haven't seen, yeah. and and they are old pals. Yeah, like and so to me, I thought this was great. It's Just nice. appropriate. Yeah, yeah. You know, the weather's changing. We're starting to get feisty. Yeah. Know? Actually, I heard a, uh, our friend Nora was had a great theory the other day that I don't know what you think of this and what our listeners think of this in terms of the changing season and spring and how our new year is positioned. Um, some cultures, uh, the new year happens around Easter mm-hmm. um, because that's, that's when things are rejuvenating. It's a changing world and it's a fresh kind of start for the year. Um, so the idea that our calendar new year is in the middle of the winter doldrums, it's like, you're not really, there's no real change. It's just kind of different calendar day to the next, but it's still December, January, still dark, snowy, cold months. Whereas if you had the new year celebration in the spring, the early spring around now, it might feel like way more of a, okay, this is a fresh start. This is a celebration. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you need something to help you push through the winter a little bit, but new year might mean a lot more if it was now because it's, yeah. it's feeling fresh. Well, maybe that's why they gave us family day. We were supposed to be fresh <laughs> in February. Yeah, well, fresh in February. Fresh there you in go. February. That's for, hey. I'll, I'll, I'll tie into yeah. a question I have for you later. But she does have a point. Yeah. Except at my stage in life, don't change nothing. <laughs> I'm just catching up now. Well, I was telling her it's it's hard enough to get rid of daylight savings time and that's only an hour different, let alone move New Year's <laughs> six months. We all suffer six months for the daylight yeah. savings time. It's like, really? You've got to be kidding. Okay. So why don't we do, why don't, I don't think you have anything stuck in your craw this week. We've been talking today. I don't know that you've got anything you wanted to to rail against. So I'll play the Toast and Roast theme music and then let's just, uh, let's see what you got. So I think you're not roasting anybody this this week, this episode. No, I don't really want to because sometimes you feel very selfish and judgmental and that's not me. You know that, that's not me. You know, I could talk about the vat bells, but that's a whole (laughs) other story. And you know, it's, you need them. Yeah. You know, at times you need the vet, but please don't upsell on the blood work on a 15-year-old dog who's, you know, you've already told me she's got cancer. Let's just yeah. cherish her. It's and, a quality of life yeah, moment like, for you her, know, I think. You know, don't try to lasso me. Yeah. So, like, you can play me all you want, honey, but I'm not playable. <laughs> there you go. That's yeah. uh, um, So you're not really roasting. Maybe that's the, a short roast. Mm-hmm. You know, don't upsell me at, at the vet. No. But you did you want to toast? 
well, I just, I don't know. Should I toast everybody? I yeah, mean, let's just not? toast. Let's this toast. is spring. You know, spring let's has sprung. Here, spring and, uh, has sprung and we're drinking the old pal. And I think sometimes we have to dwell not so much on what we see ahead, but cherish some of the moments we had behind us with our friends. Yeah. And you have great friends. Uh, I have a couple. No, you have a lot of friends, as you know, Mm -hmm. and I always would like to toast all those friends because you guys have stuck together right from junior kindergarten. Sometimes before that. Did I go to junior kindergarten? No, they would. Well, actually, they wouldn't take you in junior kindergarten. (laughs) You were advanced. No, that was a a advanced kindergarten. Yeah. No, but I mean, like you look at back the years you've yeah. had with your friends, and I, Dad and I often talk about a lot of you are turning 40 this year. Some yeah. of you turned 40 last year, and we just think it's awesome the way you guys get together and all the pleasure you have with each other's company, and you're very open with each other, and I think that's wonderful. Yeah, I was feeling less open about telling everyone I'm turning 40, but you know. Yeah, well, no, that's it. it. Paul is turning 40. <laughs> In a while. And I am only turning 50. I'm like five months away. That's like a year. <laughs> no, no, but I, I'm just saying in general, all your friends are like, that's a long time yeah, that you're, you're cherishing each other. If you're turning 50 and I'm turning 40, something weird happened to your childhood. Yeah, but so. 50 just might be one of the handbags I have. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know you're right. I have a lot of great friends and it's been a long time. So it's worth. they're definitely worth a, a cheers on occasion. Sometimes I want to throw the drink at them. Sometimes I want to cheers them, but you know. Well, that's like our friends. Okay, so that's that's a quick toast and roast. You're not really roasting anybody no. you're, and you're toasting everybody. It's, yeah, I'm just uh, not into, yeah. I'm not into the I like it. me being nasty. Yeah. You know, it's hard for me. Okay, well, well, I've got a question for you. Uh, that oh, might he's going to lasso me right now. Maybe I should have. So let's move on to our other our other column then. Um, this is uh, Big Gina's uh, advice. What do we call <laughs> this one, Dear Gina? Here you go, Dear Gina. Oh gosh. This is where I take uh, a question from a, a famous advice column, like Dear Abby, mm-hmm. uh, Ann Landers. Uh, last week we did one from Chicago. This this week, we're going with a local Toronto advice Ooh. columnist, Dear Ellie. So I read the question, and then we see what your answer would be. And then we compare and see, you know, a lot of people have actually said you're really good at this. Ooh. And your advice is more thoughtful in a lot of cases than the actual person that is Bless paid them. to do this. Bless those people because so, I don't have money. Okay? <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I think you've got a knack for... Uh, I think you're very conscientious and kind, and that's that translates well to this sort of advice column. So let's see how you feel about today. I'm so, scared. So Dear Ellie is a local favorite. Toronto Star uh, runs her column and has for years. So uh, she's she's pretty well known in this area. So the title of this one, this is from March 16th, 2007. So we're going back. Ooh. Stinky friend needs to clean up his act. Oh, we had that. So, the question. We have a friend who clearly doesn't bathe as often as he should. My wife and I are very uncomfortable in his company. For example, it isn't unusual for him to greet us at the door covered in sawdust or such, then disappear long enough to put on a clean shirt when clearly he should have taken time to clean himself properly before his guests arrive. Unfortunately, he can do no wrong in his wife's eyes, so we're at a loss as to how to resolve this difficulty. Any suggestions how we handle this with delicacy? Concerned friends. First of all, I think it's awesome that his wife doesn't have a problem with it, or should I think it's awesome? Um, <laughs> obviously, they get off on orders. <laughs> did, I, did I say that out loud? Because, I mean, really, yeah, there are, you know, there are books yeah. about that. 
We grew, your dad and I had a friend like that, the greatest guy, and he would shower, but he'd put the same shirt on. He'd oh. worn, you know, one or two days and it stunk. He, yeah. he, his body odor probably didn't. I mean, he was very clean, but he'd come, he, he loved coming to my house as we were growing up. And, um, you know, he might, he'd see my parents and everything. He says, now I'm going home to shower and everybody go, oh, thank goodness. And then he'd come back and he didn't smell much better. Oh, and, no. and it took us a while to figure it out. And it was just, he put the same old shirt and he was a carpet layer. So he was doing, you know, yeah. hardy work. Working up a sweat. And we tried to tell him, we all tried, the girls, all the girls mm. tried to tell him, you know, you you just and you, you just really need to change your shirt. And when he hugged you, he was an armpit hugger. <laughs> so that was even worse. What's an armpit hugger? Well, your nose ended up right in his oh. pit. <laughs> and it would be like... Sounds more like a headlock than a hug. You know, but the nicest guy ever. Yeah. And we all tried to tell him very, very delicately. Yeah. We did everything. And finally, we just said, you got to change your shirt. Yeah. You know, it got to the point where you'd buy him a new shirt and he'd think that was lovely. He'd go home and he'd come back with the same old dirty shirt. Oh, wow. Okay. So it was one that I'm not sure we ever solved until he met the woman who was the highlight of his life. Okay. And that seemed to change things. Okay. And I don't know how she handled it. Do you think she said something or do you think he just tried to impress her by exchanging his shirt? It may be. He, I really don't know because I never ha asked her, but he never smelt again. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was another story I know of somebody that always, and this was a family member who had a store and they had somebody who always showed up stinky. And a family member had all this access to free samples and Ooh. sent these free samples with this young woman and said, you should try this. And the young woman came back to work next day, still smelling and said, oh, my mother really appreciated the samples. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> so that, it, it is a really tough one. And it, and often a human resources manager has to deal with it. Well, I'm glad I've, I've picked this question at random because you clearly have experience with smelly people. I think most people do if depending on, on a workforce you yeah. do. And it's a really delicate subject. You don't know. It, it's very hard to deal with. Yeah. And um, So in your case, you tried subtle things like yeah. buying them a new shirt or in, in the case of the, the person you mentioned, giving free samples yeah. of, of products, yeah. whatever. So how would, how would you handle it? I, I really, <laughs> we really had to take this person aside one-on-one yeah. -on -one discreetly and say, you know, have you ever wondered and you're great, you're clean, yeah. you're everything, you're doing everything right, but you can't put that shirt back on yeah. until it's been laundered. Yeah. And they kind of looked at us at first and, and was shocked. And then after a while went, well, it does make sense. But the, the answer we got was, we really didn't even want to go home and shower. We were having so much fun at your house. Uh -huh. We didn't, we were worried we were going to miss out on yeah. a good time. Okay. So it's not like in this case, it's not like they were... They were intentionally, or or they just they just were having such a good time. Mm -hmm. They they were sacrificing that part yes. of their routine. So yeah. in this case, you know, you've got a wife who clearly sees no wrong in this person. Yeah. But I think what you're saying is, you know, they've you you would try the subtle things, buy mm -hmm. them a shirt, you know, suggest things. But maybe as a friend, you got to take them aside one on one and just tell them, you know. Have you ever noticed this? Maybe you need to take time for a shower before you come over kind of thing. Well, we did have a few good times where somebody filled a spritz bottle with smelly stuff, diluted smelly stuff. 
and spray them. <laughs> oh wow! So you're like lemon, let your Febrezing. Oh, your sorry, friend? did we get you? Yeah, oh, we meant we geez. meant to get the room. Talk not about just sending you. a subtle message for breezing your friend. <laughs> didn't didn't get didn't there. work. Didn't. But work. so you were able to get through. You'd suggest if those tactics don't work. Yeah. You just delicately got to pull them aside one on one and and lay it out. There's always somebody that has to be the bad person, yep. but the good person. Yep. And as much as it's awful. It will help in the long run, and that person will really appreciate you. I think you're right. I think it sucks at the time. Yeah. Being the person who has to deliver the message, it sucks at the time, but then it's appreciated long-term eventually. Yes. As a teenager, you go through where you don't want to shower. I remember you did. I I mean, so you put put the deodorant on the the night table and say, this is the time to start. You know, you you do change your socks. You do, because a lot of people don't realize it's not just your underarms that can, you know, perspire or... Yeah. It's a big word for you. That is a big word. And then there's a lot of people that don't don't believe in deodorant. You know, they might have health issues. Well, thankfully now we have so many things out there that are non-perfume or... Yeah, the, you know? the scented stuff is a big one because I know people, yeah. they can't have that. They're allergic to whatever creates the, the chemical scent. And it's nice that there are options that aren't, you know, that sort of stuff. But so the, the answer that Dear Ellie gave is kind of similar to yours yeah. in a way. So uh, she basically says, delicacy doesn't mean keeping quiet and accept being grossed out. Yeah. Um, so the next time this person answers the door in mid-labor grime, tell them, tell them you'll leave for a while while they, they freshen up, mm-hmm. you know. Be polite but firm. Like, we have errands we can do nearby if you need time to mm-hmm. have a shower. That's a good one. Um, and then, you know, if you arrive smelly at your house, inject humor. Like, maybe, like, you're saying the spritz yeah. bottle, whatever. But, like, um, you know, oh, I guess you rushed here in a sweat. Look, here's a clean shirt of mine. Go shower. We'll have a drink and wait for you, you yeah. know. We've done that. We did that one, yeah. too. So, I think what she says, being forthright is better than choking on your discomfort, which yeah. I think is what you're getting at as well. See, so you nail it. You could you could do this for a well, living. No, I don't know. That one's a tough one. It always has been because it's it's sort of like, I don't know, there's a dress, and sometimes there's a dress code at places, and that's a hard one to deal with. But body odor today, I would like to think we're past it, but we're not. No, I think, you know, there are people who have it worse than others too, mm-hmm. genetically, or just like you said, their, their occupation... Yep. creates more sweat or whatever. And and there are people who have less time than they want to, to to take care of that. Or some people just don't think about it. And I think, uh, you know, your all your tactics, you're good at this. I, like I said off the top, you're conscientious, kind, and you have you have life experience. The alcohol from your, helps. From your many years on this earth. Oh, I just got that as I'm aging. Well, I have another tip for you, though, on this same topic. As much as we think these scented deodorants are good, now I could be wrong, but I was always brought up and by Grandma Margaret, who said it's the scent in the deodorant that makes your shirt underarms go yellow. Oh, yeah. Yes, so go for no scent. Yeah, I don't know. I know that depending on the the brand of deodorant you use, mm-hmm. you do see a lot of uh, discoloration in the yes. pits, you know. In the but pits. I don't know what causes that. I would assume it's got to be something. There's in there a chemical that's funky. in this deodorant yeah. that can do that. So well, I'll test that. You know, yeah. I'll start wearing deodorant. Oh Lord, help me! And put it under your arms. Oh. You know, it doesn't oh. go. You know, it's not. You know, shaving cream. I thought it was like, okay. Okay, <laughs> I've been doing it wrong. Yeah, yeah. no, I you're supposed to not. eat it. No, but that is a tough conversation, and it, and it. It is hard. Well, you handled it with uh, you, dignity and aplomb, as they would say. Aplomb. You know? mm, there you go. Aplomb. Uh, <laughs> oh, Lord, let yeah. me have a sip. <laughs> I'm aplomb. Yeah, well, I'm, uh, mine's basically done. Yes, so, you he's know, we're, terrible. We're on the way out here. Let it be known I've got three quarters. 
left and you're like down to the knackers. And we've got this Boulevardier too. Well, I have to cook. So it'll be a busy afternoon. Um, Thank you again for having me. Mm. Uh, So people, we're always looking for suggestions on drinks. Yes. Suggestions on questions for my darling mother. Now that you know how good she is at handling the world's problems. No, I'm not good. It's very uncomfortable because you don't want to offend anybody. No, but that's why you're good. Because you do think about the different angles and who could be offended by what. So people, if you got a delicate scenario you don't know how to handle... Big Gina's got you. Just oh, send it. Oh, my goodness. Where can they email it? I don't want to tell anybody now. <laughs> Drinkswithmumpodcast at gmail.com. There you go. You it's can like do that Instagram auto, stuff. Automatic but, you know, response. I'm not on there. Pavlov, you know. got you. Yeah. Um, yeah, Instagram at drinkswithmom. Twitter at drinkswithmom. Um, I'm, I'm not gonna, Twittering. And you're not Twittering. Mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to do some things now where you might see by the time this airs, maybe this will have happened, but I'm trying to do some more sketches and things that that maybe we use snippets of funny parts from the episode and put them out there to get people kind of interested or, or just see what we're talking about. Is that you drawing? Yeah, maybe. Because I, I know how you are with your 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 image being photographed and used. <laughs> you know, we have to... There's a big approval process in, yes. the, in the photos we use for <laughs> And this. we need grout filler for the wrinkles. So like, if, you, if anybody has a good grout <laughs> yeah. filler, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm your girl to try it on. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So yeah, if you, you can get in touch with us in many ways if you'd like to recommend a cocktail... Ask Mama a question for her mm. advice column, or maybe suggest toast and roast, or you know, just uh, just get in touch yeah. and tell us how you're doing. Yeah, and if there's something annoying you in general, send it to us, mm-hmm. and let's see what our thoughts are. Yeah, let's you know? see it. We'll 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 straighten you out. Yeah, no, I I wouldn't say that. Yeah, we'll whip you into shape. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've been trying to do that to you for years. Yeah, it's still taking. It's yeah, still I think you're beating me. Yeah. <laughs> so you got any parting words for the people? Oh my goodness, just enjoy yourself. Like really, it's uh, I know it was a beautiful morning here. It was lovely and just enjoy yourself. The the spring flowers are coming spring out. Spring has sprung. Yeah, I mean, what's better than that? The spring flowers are coming out. Our garlic's growing. There you oh, go. There you go. Speaking of smells. Yeah. Rub Lord, some garlic on you. got on the you. garlic. Yeah. yeah. That'll tickle your tonsils. It'll tickle your you know, tonsils. Or somebody else's tonsils. Oh, well. oh my goodness. Did Who that come tickling? out from me? It, probably. Yeah. No, no, no. I never used garlic for those extremes. Well, <laughs> on know? that note. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. Always a pleasure, mother. Yeah. I finished my old pal. Uh, yeah, you hopefully did. You, you enjoy yours and yes, everyone else. Make yourselves an old pal. Yeah, please. Dylan, or, re- or reach out to an old pal. Reach out to an old pal. Yeah. Have an old pal together. Yeah. Dylan's rye is great. Other rye is great. Yeah. We got dry vermouth, Campari, yeah. a little bit of lemon. Get yourself a nice coupe. Really dress it up. You know, sometimes yeah. a nice glass just really makes you feel like you're having something yeah. elevated. You even, know? even if you've got water in it. Yeah, throw but, whatever you want in there. Yeah, it's never too late to reach out to an old pal. That's right. And cheers and that's, enjoy your that's weekend. That's great, really. great parting words. Yeah. Find yourself an old pal and reach out. Yeah. Well, thanks, Sometimes Mom. that old pal is right at the end of your nose. <laughs> I'm going to go have a nap while you, you uh, <laughs> perform miracles. Oh, yeah. Well, I get his dinner ready. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cheers, note, everybody. Cheers, Take everybody. care.